Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Project Esports podcast. It's September 3rd, um, and we're here with all the boys. Um, it's our second week in a row with everyone here. So it's uh, myself, Dylan. I'm here with Andrew and James. So what's up, guys? Good. Yeah, it's. I, I think me and James have both moved since the last episode now. Yeah. So no yeah, yeah. guarantees that everything is going to go well today. But I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling happy today. I think it's a good little topic list. I mean... I'm going to apologize for James' mess for him because just me <laughs> watching even... it, I can't look at anything but the back of his room right now. Oh, but... it's, 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 it's a struggle, boys. It's a, it's a mess right now. Um, trying to, like, basically... And the, you know what? The move wasn't bad because I just moved from upstairs downstairs and oh. that was it. <laughs> I know, yeah. But it's just like I had to, like, relocate everything. And I also got new furniture, so I had to like put that together. And I can't put anything away until I'm finished making it. It's a it's a shit show. Like so, yeah, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, but all three of us have moved in the, what the last couple of months. We're all doing well, and I, I just guess... moved rooms as well. Oh, you you both made it sound like oh I'm moving like moving moving. You just moved rooms. That's um. I mean, like I, I moved I moved floors. That's a little different. Like, but is it I mean, like in the same house? Uh, same house, different apartments. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, um, that's yeah. yeah. That's that's a little bit more. But enough about moving, talking, all that kind of stuff. We'll kind of start back from the top of the story there because that was a little bit of a mess there. But first story I really wanted to kind of touch on is the Fortnite Summer Skirmish finalist decisions or how they kind of did that. So they already had a couple days. Um. I just saw your finger motion on stream. I'm like, oh, what's going on? Um, <laughs> they were trying to figure out who was going to be the 33rd finalist for today's matches. And somehow, they the two finalists tied in victory royales, placements, kills, and time alive. All four categories tied exactly. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happens. In in a handful of games, too. So it's not like it was one game. Obviously, that's not even possible. But they tied in a couple of it. So it came down and ended up having to be decided by a coin flip. The caster literally pulled a nickel out of his pocket and flipped it. Is what it looked like on stream. I mean, it's not even... Like, this is the worst part. It's not even, like, a good coin. He flipped a nickel, man. Like, flip... flip. Like, I mean, in Canada, we flip, like, dollars or... It may not have been a nickel, but that's what it looked like to me. And I guess... So, as soon as this happened, Reddit lost their shits. Posts started going up everywhere. People started getting really upset over this. Like, LOL, we call this an eSport and stuff kind of like this. Like, is this... I mean... They yeah. do coin flips. They do coin flips in like you know for side selection and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like like in like in traditional sports. So I mean, I don't... it's way different though. Yeah, Between I agree. Determining so, who goes forward and like side selection, that's hugely different. I, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, like, but how else do you decide? You play another tiebreaker, I guess. Yeah, but... keep playing tiebreakers because otherwise, that's taking skill completely out of it and just going, all right, sorry. You lost a 50-50 chance. And that was the difference you, you between $5,000. If you make the top, like, 100 or whatever, you're guaranteed $5,000 at least. So the guy that lost the coin flip lost out on $5,000 by losing this coin flip. And I do agree with you a lot more, Dylan, that it is totally different than football. People are like, oh, well, they does that make footballs not legitimate because they do a coin flip? Well, that doesn't have an impact on anything because both teams kind of get the same equivalent because the second half they start off the ball – versus the first half like there's really not big of a 
difference there. But I mean, I mean, I I I, I don't know. Like uh, like, I mean, if if we're looking, I like I know he's taking skill out of the fact, like out of the equation and stuff like that. But at the same time, like it's a 50-50 chance if you win, anyways. This is just speeding up that process. I know no, it's not. Chance. No, no, it's not. No, no. If you're playing tiebreakers. It's skill in the game. That's not a 50-50 chance. So they didn't like, play there, any there's tiebreakers. Two people, there's two people, but the 50-50 chance isn't determined by luck; is determined by skill. But how summer skirmish works is that you get a certain map, you get a certain set of matches to qualify for the next round. So if you have the most points, kind of however they decide doing the points that week, you move on to the next round. And they tied in the four approved tiebreaking categories in the certain set amount of games. So kind of going on beyond that. It's not how summer skirmish works. Like you're supposed to play a set number of games and you move on from there based on how you do. So that also kind of takes it away that, I mean, at that point, if you tie in the important categories inside of the set number of games, I think it's not the best way to do it, but I think it, I mean. I, this is, I am hard disagreeing. I mean, as someone who's set up esports tournaments before um, for different events, there should always be a contingency plan um, for like the ultimate ties that could ever happen. Whenever you're, whenever you're writing the rule set, though, you always figure out if worst case scenario, if they tie on everything, how do we proceed forward? That's something you do from the very, very beginning. But doesn't eventually get to a coin flip? No, it never does. No, if you I... if you play anything, you can you can always determine that it's never a coin flip like with tiebreakers. Oh, yeah. like, because they could have done do something. damage. I mean, there is a scoring system inside of Fortnite too, that that accounts this for I think gathering materials and stuff like that. Like there are other more detailed yeah. things you could do, but then that penalizes people based on not how the rest of people are being scored, but instead of their game style. So well, this just shows this just shows how young the fucking the esport is because nobody has thought this far in advance that you have to rely to you have to come down to something like a coin. No, computer. but no, but still, like that's this is actually completely unacceptable. Like it's not about how new it is and stuff. Like I, I've had people with almost no experience, like with with, with esports, like very little experience, maybe just within their game. When I go, hey, you need to write this rule set for it. They write it and go, okay. We need to figure out what happens if it, there's ever a tie. Okay, like, so this, how, how do they this, do this, this tiebreaker? What should this has been decided on then, if not the coin flip? This this is run by Epic, correct? Yes. There should be, like, if they determine through score and all that, that there is, like, this one super big contingency of where technically everything could completely line up and it could be this 0.001% chance that it's a perfect tie and you need something to figure out the tiebreaker... There should be something if it's made by epic like and this why is what not? they decided no. no no but if 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 it gets that scenario why not you know start off with like a, a sudden death kind of round 1v1 between the two people like with with the the map completely shrunk down to like whatever the last five minutes is play in the five minutes in that really small area or like like epic is doing this epic is putting this on they have the resources they should be able to do this like it it, it it doesn't make any sense and it just it's super upsetting to me because so we don't take we don't take political stances on here or anything but i'm gonna take a stance i'm gonna say i hate thorin and today <laughs> thorin had the fucking audacity in a big esports uh the esports award or whatever that he was nominated for he had the fucking audacity to say sorry i don't like fortnite as an esports because i'm not a 14 year old fuck him fuck thorin i hate him and 
this is just fueling that kind of attitude like yeah i will totally be on board and say that especially me and andrew i think it was me and andrew or me and james um were kind of like joking about um battle royales as an esport when it first came about but like at this point it's so unacceptable to have that attitude and this is just fueling that fire and it's really infuriating to me because this is totally preventable and this is something that any esport should totally have I, I miss it. And rant. And rant. I miss the rant. The the two the too long didn't didn't listen is fuck Thorin. There should have been a contingency plan. <laughs> what was uh? Did, I I I didn't see Thorin's like opinion of this. He, he yeah, know. it was at whatever award event that he was at. Um, uh, Frankie something. She's a she's a host. Uh, she's been doing a lot of different esports stuff. Went up and said like. Hey, what do you think about uh, Fortnite as an esport? And he said, "Sorry, I'm not 14 year olds. I'm not a 14 year old. I don't play that game." Oh man, like that's such a uh, that's such a like he's he's being he's being the same thing that Thorin hates. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, man. Like he like that's like the archaic mindset of like, oh, why the fuck are video games, you know, an actual sport? And now he's now like I mean now he's just like penalizing like something that's huge. You know? Yeah, but right? re- regardless though, this 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 tournament's put on by Epic Games. I would totally understand if this was an amateur thing. It's hard to have a contingency when it's like a hundred person map and, and all that. But there should be a one v one scenario that you could possibly figure out. Yeah, like I mean, well, I mean, like it's the same thing with like there's. I, I think there's a, like a they definitely had options that they could have exhausted, but they just they just didn't. And I like there should be a sudden death. There should easily yeah. be a sudden death. Like but that's not how that's thing. not. But that's not what. Fortnite is they, and these... Fortnite is coin tosses. <laughs> okay, it, it, but like, do you understand how hard it is for those? Fo- I mean, this is that point zero 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 one percent chance of victory royales, kills, time alive, and I, I don't even know what the fourth one is. I can't look at the article right now, so I can't say what it is. It, but it like, doesn't matter though. It, it there but, should but a battle royale is one v one. That's a totally different s- skill set. But then, it, then that doesn't matter. I mean, it sort of is. It sort of is. I mean, like, at the end down, of the, like... at the end of the day, at the end of the day, most of the time when you get buried down to the last, you know, two minutes of a, a battle royale game, a lot of times it is one v one in yeah. a really small area. Sure, you have more resources and stuff, but like, why not say, all right, you both start with um, this shotgun, you both start with this, um, like AK or I don't, I don't even know what the, the the machine gun is, and then you start off with a bunch of resources in this really small area. Five minutes to decide who gets it. Like, and I mean, and, and, and like, I mean, like the, and like, I know the idea that Dylan's pitching seems like kind of like foreign and stuff like that. But you got to remember, these are like, like circumstances that don't come up on a regular basis. You know what I mean? You put the two fucking team captains against each other or something like that, or they nominate somebody for a one v one. If if it comes down to seeing like those same things like having like all these things like fall into place, I think that's I. I mean, they gotta have something. I mean, I like I I I joked earlier about like how the coin flip was like. I mean, it's a 50-50, but I mean, you do need you do need something. You need something to like, you know, to measure it, right? But I, I just don't think this will ever happen again. I do not. But it think might. This... But it might happen. It happened that's, once. That's, it that's might happen again. Contingency plan. That's why. That's what contingency is. You know what I mean? Like. Worst case, worst case scenario, boys. I mean, all right. So if you think about like here, here is like a metaphor, like a uh, something that's a parallel sort of, but not really. So if you look at American politics, right? If the president dies, the vice president takes over. If he dies, you you constantly have these people that like. There's always a contingency plan for who takes over after that person dies. So didn't like, 
wasn't the day after tomorrow? Didn't they actually exhaust that that movie because everybody went down with like Air Force One or something like that? It, it, it was that, or like, I think there's like a show that is about that. But, no, but that's besides the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's besides the point. There's always a contingency plan. You need these contingency plans. I'm not gonna win with you two. I already have that. Don't send the hard stand. I just... I'm heated. I'm heated. I'm in this yeah, yeah. this tiny I, room. I it's hot it's... in here. As soon as, as soon as I said like it's um, it's basically a 50-50, and he just gave me that like stone faced reply, I was like, oh no, what have I done? Like, yeah, you you done pissed No, this, off. this is the mixture of all the like I'm hot right now in this tiny room. Thorn <laughs> is doing stuff. Yeah, the second Thorn came up, I knew I uh, knew there nice, was a rant coming. The 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 two are not mutually exclusive for you. Thorn no. automatically is including every single one of your rants. It'll set me off. It'll set me off every yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, enough, enough, enough. Let's kind of reset, and I'll let you kind of move into Overwatch for whatever reason. I'm letting you take this topic today. You're taking away my one eSport from me, but... Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, jacking all the, the talking time with this one, but um, there's a ton of stuff that happened in Overwatch League. Um, so, basically, because it's the offseason, it's when everyone's getting released, basically. So I'm gonna go down through all the releases super quickly. Um, on top of that, just some other cool things that have happened. So London Spitfire, they have a new coach. Um, for Soul Dynasty, Miro, Guido, and Weekid are off. So that's three people. Um, Boston Uprising got rid of Mistakes. Um, and I think they're down to bit. four players now. Uh, Philly, Fugi Philly Fusion dropped three, um, which is like they're like most of Nobody's. these people that they're dropping are like second tier. Yeah, it's a team. It's these are all the players that never played. They're dropping them from their their contract expired, and they're just dropping them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So these these are good players because they play in the scrims and stuff, and they are super important. But these are the people that are mostly bench and second string. Yep. Um, and then so Houston Outlaws got rid of um F FCT FCTN whoever that is. It's their, one of their tank players. Um, Shanghai cut literally everyone but like Gaguri and one other person. Two other players. The, which, the three players they brought in midseason, they kept. Yeah, okay. which is insane, which they probably kept them because there was some weird contract thing. Oh, Plus, Gaguri is just so like. Fan yeah, popular. I mean, yeah, the, the, the two of the main players that I think it's Fissure is going to be the um, other player that they brought in midseason. Um, people just love them too. Like, they're kind of the faces of the franchise now at this point, and yeah, they they aren't up quite to that top level. Gaguri's really good, and they obviously couldn't make a difference and win a game for him. So I don't know if it's just contract, but like in the fan voting for MVP, they were number one and two. So fans love these two too. So it mm -hmm. that would get rid of any goodwill Shanghai had, which is also a big reason why I think they kept them. Yeah, and then also they did release their I think head coach and analyst. So they're just cleaning house, which is everybody, man. yeah, right. which is really good because uh, I think I think Shanghai does need it. Um, yeah. And then um, NYXL dropped Janice. Um, Gladiators released three people. Uh, Fuel. Um, I'll get maybe no yeah. So Fuel, their big news is they have a new training facility. Um, Boston got rid of three. Um, the former London Spitfire coach joined Seoul Dynasty as their coach. Um, Shock dropped three players. They're, you know, bought, like lower tier, and then Gambler retired from Soul Dynasty. So that was like twenty articles, really fast for you guys. Oh, well, and I think um, you kind of glossed over it, but Silk Thread from the Gladiators, I think, are one of the three that they lost. Now that she 
probably one of the biggest names of players that actually did play that did end up getting dropped. I don't know if he's been picked up yet. I may oh, I do that... see that. Huh? I do, yeah, I do see that he yeah. got dropped. I remember being really shocked when he dropped, too. So that's just one of the few names that I remember being shocked. He was one of the few that are actually, like, starting rosters, like, really good. Um, that didn't retire or anything kind of like that. So I was surprised in that, and I, I'd be interested to see where he lines up. But, yeah, otherwise, they're all just kind of whatever players. And I just think that goes to show that, like, teams aren't even seeing value in keeping these second-tier players. So how – um. So, yeah, so they just kind of brought it up in chat a little bit, too. But, like, if these teams don't even see the value in keeping them on their roster, how are these new teams that are coming in going to compete with the current teams? I mean, you got to you gotta farm talent elsewhere. You, you don't want to pick up these second-rate players if they're, they didn't even make the – But, I mean, the they're already on the Overwatch League. I mean, these are the best of the best players. And, sure, you can go down to contenders and you find new people. And there are some really good contender players that I know are going to get picked up. There's a couple teams I can see being strapped bought and just straight up um, even. And then having a couple players on top Runaways. of that. But what? Runaways? Yeah. Aren't they they big teams? There there's a couple um there, there's a couple teams there that could really be brought up. So it'd be curious, but I still they're still in contenders for a reason. Like they never got brought up mid like sure you couldn't mid season stuff kinda like that. But I just still think there's gonna be a skill gap. That's not what we're talking about here. We no, really yeah. just kinda wanna go over that. This is a huge week for signings, droppings. Um, no, only only droppings. There's no player signs. There was only staff signs. Yes, but like yeah. this is all coming up soon. Um, yep. a lot, there's a lot of speculation soon. that the remaining teams are going to be announced by the end of the week. Some big signings, all that kind of stuff is going to be happening. Because I don't know when the deadline is for all that, but I, for whatever reason, I think it's coming up kind of soon. Um, so for, for I think, team signings? Or for huh? player signings? Yeah. For, okay. for a lot of the deadlines, and I may be doing that off the top of my head. I had an article open, not able to quote it anymore. Um, yeah, don't, don't 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 touch that computer. I'm not I'm not even thinking about it. So <laughs> just keep an eye on that. And of course, um, oh, I forgot to do a little introduction for the Project Overwatch podcast. But we will guarantee to talk about any big signings, team announcements, or anything kind of like that. So if anything does happen in the next week, we'll tweet about it. We'll talk about it next week. So that's a lot yeah. of the droppings for the. I, I think. Week. I think what they're probably doing is there's probably something on the back end that we don't know about, about certain dates. And I think it's probably like, all right, everyone, if you're in a drop players, do it from, you know, during this week to this week. And then people can actually start picking up players sometime after that. And this would probably, probably just really lining up to with when contracts ended. Because I saw yeah, like yeah. one of the Outlaws bench players contract just ended so they can just now announce that he's moving to a content creator. So, like, I right. think this is just when contract ends. So, like, I don't know if they were unsure and stuff like that. So, I think this is just contract ending. So, open season probably starting up next week because all contracts probably have to be finalized of who's being yeah. kept or not by the end of the week. Or yeah. do, we think, do we think this kind of lines up to, like, the new the new franchises coming in as well? well it probably. makes sense yeah. that once open season kind of starts that the new teams are announced because otherwise people are getting signed by unannounced teams and stuff kind of like that and that just doesn't look as good yeah so, yeah i'm sure they want guess. the teams i'm sure they want the teams established before they actually start signing players and stuff right but. yeah which i i i'd love to see we have what two more to be announced pretty soon if any yeah 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 because we we've confirmed toronto and confirmed where was the other one atlanta atlanta, atlanta. we have and Guangzhou. And two and then we have the chinese one is that the only three confirmed 
Uh, Paris. So that's four. Paris. Yeah. So four. Wait, is that four teams? Total? That'd be four. So there's either two more or there's no more, and those two will get hard confirmed soon as well. Yeah. 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 Um, but separation by a tenth of free agent transfers can ha can happen at that. Okay. Um, just in the chat, give a little clarification. So yeah, it looks like the tenth is when everything's kind of finalizing. So a week from Monday, then after that, probably gonna be open season. But I had another article to kind of not relating to this, but another league that's kind of coming to the end about the 2K League and some of their record-breaking numbers. But yeah. I'm going to have to hand that off to you now, James, because I don't have the numbers. That's fine, man. The, the, uh, I was the only one who seemed to believe in the 2K League when we first started you, talking about it. Okay, hey now. I'm like, I want to see this succeed. I never did oh. not want it to succeed. Did you, I mean, ever, did you ever box. watch a game? Did you watch any games? No. Exactly. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So uh, they had their finals. Um... A couple, I think it was a little. It was a little while ago now, um, but uh, yeah, it was Knicks gaming and Heat check gaming. So Miami Heat, New York Knicks, New York Knicks. I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. It was a. It was a two zero. Um, it was a. I I, I. I. I did catch some of it. It was pretty. It was pretty interesting to watch, um, mainly because um, the Knicks came in as like the number eighth seed, which is pretty ridiculous. Um, but as far as like the numbers wise, um, the league itself. Um, the league itself peaked at sixty-one thousand, which is pretty good for uh for, for well, I mean, I think I think the what is it the the, the actual player base was something like ninety thousand or something like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, to see sixty-one thousand people actually watching the finals, like even even if they're not all from the same same from the fan base, including like um, you know, people like myself, I don't even play two K, but I did watch the league because it is it is pretty entertaining. Um, like I I kind of preached this before. The, the way they have their arena set up, the way they have the player interaction happen is something you don't see in other sports, mainly because they're so close to each other and they just start screaming at each other. And it, it, makes, it makes for a really, really fun atmosphere. Um, as well, they had just shy of 1 million unique views, uh, which I think is pretty impressive. That is crazy. Um, yeah, 900,000. Uh, 900, um, and, and that was in the, it's the second most they've had. They had, they had another one on July, July 12th, which was, I think, the beginning, I think. Oh no no! It started up. It started back in May, but July twelfth was a huge spike, and then um, it also added like just over a thousand unique followers as well, which again I think is really good for the channel. Um, it's, it's good for the numbers, um, but I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna see that kind of transition into like regular viewership or anything like that. I mean, that's always something we talk about. It's like recurrent, recurrent viewership, and anything actually comes out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and this is the end of the season now too, so it's awesome yeah. to see that spike towards the end of the season. But to see if they have announced new leagues joining. I think we talked about that last week or the week before yeah. that. That the league will be growing, and maybe that brings in some more fans. But seeing if a, I mean, probably six months from now when the season starts back up, if anyone's going to be caring, then I'm assuming next we'll see. May. We'll see. I mean, I mean the 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 big the big thing about the 2K league, especially because um the game itself was riddled with so many bugs and stuff like that that the that the subreddit goes off about that's all, true all it was time. a really universally was, hated version of 2k it was it was absolutely so 2k19 uh seems to be much better received as of what i've kind of been seeing in the, the subreddit um not nearly as much flame as there was um so and like a big thing too is the personalities that kind of came associated with the game i think that's what that has become a huge essence of that league itself is that not so much the gameplay because the gameplay is like it's not bad like i mean like it's kind of fun to watch you're watching basketball pretty much but 
it's the players and how they respond to each other and stuff like that that you kind of get the that you really kind of get to drink in, right? Like that's that's the viewership as as well as the as the commentators. Commentators are next level. They they got some great personalities that kind of uh, kind of back back that uh, that league. So I think that's another big uh, huge selling point. I hope they I hope the two K league starts marketing that way. Vice. Um, like just the game itself. I hope they start marketing to the personalities, which they you kind of started to see in their highlight tweets. It wasn't just so much like, okay, we're gonna show you gameplay, we're gonna show you gameplay and reactions, we're gonna have interviews and stuff like that. So they're they're really big on like having the player spaces like starting like starting to be more the uh, the main point of advertising yeah. for the league itself. Dylan, but, do you have anything uh, to really yeah. add to this? I mean, that's awesome. They hit the record numbers. I still don't care about the league. I, I still don't see a long-term <laughs> potential in it anymore. I kind of just kind of see what it is and that. I I think it was really cool, and I think it's going to be around for a couple of years, and it's going to be incredibly niche following. But it's it's not what I thought it was going to be, and that's disappointing because you always want to see it do well. And I'm happy that it had the spike, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I have to say, basically. Same thing as, you know, good for them that they're doing this. I do think it's going to be uh, definitely a small pocket of people that are following this. I feel like the people who are into it are going to be super into it, and it seems like it's kind of well-run. So it's, It seems that way. Yeah, yeah it I, definitely seems that yeah. way. So, yeah, I mean, it, good. It was, a, it was a bit of a rocky start as far as, like, marketing and stuff like that, as well as just, like, resources. Like, if you try to navigate, like, the 2K site, like, Initially, like when the the, the season of the preseason was kind of kicking off, um, there was like there was no scores, there was no like player like you had player cards, but like they were pretty like honest. Like you could tell the site was be literally being built as the league was being established. But now we're seeing like a much better, well-oiled machine. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but, uh, I mean, I mean it's expected some, but I just think after how smoothly, in my opinion, the Overwatch League started to just kind of being like a half-growing kind of, we'll figure it out. Um, as we uh, go for uh, the 2K League kind of turned me off a little bit. Like, I think with how much money and how big of a thing that is, that they should kind of just be able to uh, uh, figure that all out. But um, I guess what I want to do, because I don't think we have too much to really add on this conversation besides good nah, job, really? 2K League, is actually wrap back up and kind of come back to the Project Overwatch podcast one last gonna, time for today's episode because actually the band have OW now. in chat did link something that I don't know how I missed but he linked that and I had Dylan look it up for me and type it out for me so that I could talk <laughs> about it because I can't physically click on that but apparently there are some pretty big rumors that if I think these are true it's going to change it and unfortunately it is kind of lining up a little bit more with what Dylan was thinking the season's going to look like versus what I wanted because I wanted more games I wanted more and more and more he wanted less and kind of spread out and so what it is Right now is that there are rumors that for the season two regular season format is going to change a lot and that they're going to be changing each team will play per stage i'm no for per season down to only 28 and that they're going to be broken down into two stages rather than four so each stage will consist of 14 games and then the stage playoffs and then the second one will 14 games per team yeah that's right so 14 weeks so it'll be 14 weeks of games and then the stage playoffs, 14 weeks stage playoffs, and then going into the grand finals is I'm assuming how it's going to be working out there. And what that could kind of mean is if you're almost cutting, to, I mean, not quite half. I mean, you're cutting out a, at least a third of the games each team yeah. is going to play. And I, I that could lead to even more than six teams being announced. I mean, that's kind of what they alluded to in chat. And I'd love to see, 
I don't think we're gonna expect a ton, but with there only with there being so many less games, I could see eight teams being announced. I could see four more teams being announced sometime soon. I have wait. Let me put on my Professor oh Beal hat right oh now. Boy. Right, Here, let, we're we're gonna do some math. Let's see if this works out. Okay. Right, we're gonna do some esports math. They cut about a third of the games. Right, they cut a third of games. They're adding on another division, which is three divisions, right? So yeah. they're taking the one third and adding it to the other division, right? So the same amount of games, just they're adding a third, a 33% more teams. Is that right? Is that is that esports math correct? I, I mean, sure. <laughs> Wait, because what? There's... 12 teams right now and yeah if you add in four more that'd be a third of what's currently in the league if they cut off a third esports math boys see the same amount of games just but but it's not filling out a whole league so then both leagues are going to be extended to eight teams rather than um so they said, um, so just kind of reading a chat. If I ever kind of go silent for a second in the middle of talk, I'm going to read chat. But Ben Hammer OW, which actually been really good about kind of giving us more stuff and talking points about for Overwatch at least, is that this will be their expansion year, with next year potentially being the year they go local with the teams. So what that reads it is, is that I, I do think it'll be at least one whole division. I think at minimum there will be six teams brought in. Despite your esports math, I think... The math, those numbers don't add up. I don't know what you're talking about, Andrew. <laughs> I, th- I, yeah, I think you can. Wa- I think you can play only a third less games and bring in six teams, and I think that would be that. Um, but yeah, and I think just having three divisions kind of makes sense. I don't know what the third division would be, like because it's Pacific Atlantic right now. I mean, are you going to do Oceanic or something like that for the third division? I don't know what they I call hope, it. I hope so, man. I'd love it. Give me a Melbourne or the Indian, team, the Indian Ocean, or something, the Indian Division, or something kind of like that. Like I don't know where they're going to go for the third one. But I think that makes sense. Um, an APAC, so Australia, if you China, two possible Korean teams and kind of doing there, that'd be more sense. So then it'd pretty much be NA, EU, and Asia. Slash we're not getting, we're not getting, we're not getting an Ottawa team. We'll get a Aust- Toronto team. Australia maybe. would be kind of three. Um, we might get a, we might get a BC team, but we're not getting another another Ontario team. It's we're not getting happening. a Wisconsin team before getting a Southern Canada team. Are you kidding me? The, oh, Packers, yeah. the Packers will invest in this. Like, Why not? It, man. The, no, it'd be the Bucks. It'd be the Bucks more. It would be they've the already been kind of getting involved on that, but that'd be that. But I don't know. I, I think this is going to be a big week is that if all agents are kind of being dropped, I think this would be a big week if we could see a big announcement coming from Overwatch League, a mail, maybe a couple more teams being teased. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, they, there haven't been too many rumors about a lot more teams coming up, and we saw some of these rumors leaking a month ago. So it does worry me a little bit that there might not be more teams coming because there hasn't been any rumors of where they'd be. But I hope there's more coming and that they've just done yeah, a it's, lot better job. I was going to say, like, the numbers have just keep kind of, like, adding up and adding up, but, like, nobody's saying, like, locations. Like, I mean, with the first round of, like, ex- like the first, like, leak of expansions, we have, like, general ideas that we could kind of go with, but now we're just getting, like, oh, the numbers are increasing, but, but everybody's like, well, nobody's fucking saying anything, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, what are we getting out of it? We have no hockey team. <laughs> It'll be interesting. We have a lot of mad Canadians in the chat right now wanting, demanding one, it's more one, Overwatch. It's one very local, uh, one very, very vocal one. 
Yes, but Patrick Patrick Buchan is not. But one Mad Canadian is a lot of Mad Canadians. If you think yeah, about we, it, and that's doesn't sense. happen often, man. Doesn't exactly. happen often at all. But um, yeah, is there anything else we want to kind of touch on that? I thought it was just kind of a good rumor to kind of bring it back on because we did miss over that when we were talking about Overwatch yeah. originally. And I think there's not much to talk about till more developments come in. I'm not going to give Dylan credit for being right about the expansion <laughs> until it actually happens. Ridiculous. Because it's just I'm ready rumors for right it. now. I, I'm I, ready I, for no, it. I, I, I lined it up. I was like, listen, boys, here's how it should be run. Here's how it's going to be run. So and pretty it's, much it's Blizzard should hire you just to run the new division, whatever that is? No, they don't. They just need to put me up into like a little like like box up into the arena and just go, we're going to come to you like every week or so. Just tell us what to do with the league. Just and the hot takes. Go for it. The yeah. hot league takes. But oh my God. speaking of hot league takes, let's talk oh, no. about that dead game, James. Oh, let's not talk about it. <laughs> it's been um, uh, this world has not been. It's not been looking good. Like this is, and there's been a lot of outcry for monetization from the fans um, yeah. about it. Like it's literally that 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 fucking gif of shut up and take my money. Um, because now we're seeing that they're not even sending their entire English broadcast team over. They'll, a lot of them will be doing it remotely. Um, it's I uh, God. We uh, I think myself and Dylan Googled actually how to pronounce it. Um, where 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 in Korea it's being held, um, but I don't, I can't remember. But yeah, no, they're not sending the entire English broadcast team over. They didn't uh, they didn't really nail down a venue until like a, a felt kind of like last minute. Uh, so now we're seeing like a bunch of we're seeing a bunch of issues with that now, um, and a lot of a lot of public outcry because of um, because of like this lack of like stability that we're kind of seeing in the, within the league. Plus as well, and I, I can't remember the numbers exactly. I think Andrew, you kind of rhymed them off. That they're they're significantly in the red for this. Oh yeah, they said yeah. that they're spending well over a million dollars on their budget for esports, yeah. and that they didn't give numbers of how much they're actually making back. But they're saying they're not even close to yeah, I, making I, that bottom line. Which yeah, I see I seen that tweet, and that's scary. That is that's concerning, right? Like, and yeah, and then and then they wanted to make it clear that like. This isn't showing, like, I, I said Dead Game right away. I'm joking. League of Legends isn't going anywhere time soon. But, it, I mean, they do need to kind of figure out how to kind of bring in more money, at least on the esports yeah. side, because that's not something you can consistently do for a long time, especially with Tencent becoming less and less interested in video games. Because we haven't yeah. talked about it on this show, but there, or maybe we did, I don't even remember anymore. But we talked about Tencent, yeah. Huge problems over in China right now for new IPs and new games being allowed. And Tencent drops, uh, stock dropped significantly and following that they came out and said that we're looking to diversify our portfolio more and avoid video games as much as possible which means they're going to be putting less and less in and if riot is just kind of taking money down that's yeah. not going to be good in the long term because they're not having that tension support forever and I mean, what's yeah, really saying is that yeah they just want to cut down on travel cost i mean it's a lot of money to fly a whole team over for a such a long event at different levels different yeah. crews and all that kind of stuff and, you know, and, different different locations as well like you move i think they they move four different locations depending on like what point in worlds they're at you know what i mean so i mean that's that's yeah. not only travel costs but that's also like living costs and like everything else that they have to compensate for they have done it in the past and they've done it like oh andrew you're you're muted buddy try now say something oh he's gone rest all in right. peace recipes yeah so i'm just gonna talk over andrew because he can't defend himself um but uh yeah no i like i mean there is there is like tons and tons of uh of compensation they need to have for these teams and 
usually the the broadcast team they send over is quite significant. It's usually around like twenty plus people. Oh, there goes the stream, Dylan. Um, oh no, it's back. Uh, Andrew's uh, clicking around, and Andrew's it's a whole around. mess. It is a whole mess. All right, for the for the for the podcast sake, I'll keep talking. Um, but yeah, no. So I think them cutting down this isn't isn't insane. I mean, a lot of broadcasters have either come out that they're it's kind of, it's kind of seems to be two things, hey, and especially because of guys who have already done the remote stuff, like a lot of guys who cast China, uh, the LPL and the OPL, they're used to they they're used to having like this this remote setup. So that's not too too bad. But other casters are kind of like appalled. They're like, "Why the fuck aren't you guys sending us over? Um, you know, this is the first time this has ever happened." Um, but like, I don't know. I think this is I think this is a clear sign that like we should move to the Dota model and just let the fans no. start funding it a little bit. Oh, he's saying no. Andrew's not. <laughs> you can't hear me though. I don't know what he's. I don't know. I lost him after no. But um, yeah, for anybody listening for our, our pre-recorded podcast going up. Uh, Andrew can't 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 talk right now. We lost we lost sound from him for whatever reason. We don't know why. Um, but yeah, I know. Dylan, you get anything to add on it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. No, I mean I don't have too much to add on. Yeah, it'll be kind of interesting to see how this plays out and how worlds actually go. I know you do, Andrew, but uh, I don't know I don't know how we're gonna kind of play this out. I guess it, it's gonna have to be like we have to see how the production goes. We're gonna see how the remote casting goes because I mean connectivity is a big thing too like if we don't if there's not a like a, a well-established connection then there usually is but we have like historically seen like um production kind of drop when you start going doing like the remote thing um yeah but yeah so i think this is kind of like one of the the wait and see things um the other thing i wanted to bring up for riot um because they were in the media for some not good shit um uh basically the the like the infamous Kotaku article is what it's being referenced as um, basically laid out a ton of firsthand experiences from, from the Riot Studios and stuff like that basically encompassing like you know what had happened um, while working there and stuff like that Riot actually came forward and put a um, put out like almost like a public apology um, as well as like their game plan moving forward um, it was I mean it was short it was sweet it was exactly what they need to do uh, and by the sounds of it they're doing some significant restructuring um the, the 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 Reddit thread behind it was pretty good because I guess some key positions that really affect how people um, can like report in and complain about stuff or like can report like uh, issues that they've been kind of experiencing as far as like <laughs> is like uh, you know some that like the, the, those positions are being heard and they're not they can't be really overlooked just because of the structure of the of the company Andrew I think you're back am I back. Yeah, you you're are. back. Hell yeah. I closed out of the Twitch stream. God damn it. That was so frustrating. I'm like, I'm just yelling over here and you're not even picking up anything. But I, yeah. I lost my point now. Go on. Okay. It's, oh, well, I was just kind of, I was just kind of rounding out the, the riot, like press release kind of thing. Yeah. About as far as, far as like uh, uh, referencing the, the Kotaku article and how, how so many of these issues have kind of become a huge, huge deal over there. Um, a little side note, it's nothing, it's nothing too crazy, but somebody who is very well respected by the community uh the cactopus he was uh he's like um he's a big like community interaction guy for for right he just got back about two weeks i think it was two or three weeks ago um so although there was a lot of public outcry for him to come back and now that he is back um he spoke very highly of like how they're moving forward now i mean this this could just be like you know him being pr and having to do pr but by the sounds of it it sounded pretty convincing he like he fully recognized that they were fucking off and it needs to be addressed so 
What's kind of what kind of? We are not changing to a Dota model. You don't want to change to a Dota model? No. Why not? Well, they already okay. So you just wanted to save like to bring just bring bring in more money for the prize pool or what? I I only heard Dota model and I started fixing stuff. Like we already <laughs> fundraised some of the prize pool from a skin. Yeah, no, we we do we do, but I think it shouldn't go only into the prize pool though. I think it should go into the production as well. Well, I that's think, what I normal think... skins are for, aren't they? You would think, but if you start, but if you start, like they're not marketed towards going towards normal, like normal production. You know what I mean? Skins are just skins, and you think you're going to the company, not the esports side of thing. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you start... I, I get that, but I mean, it's all still one company. I mean, the esports cost are pretty much just you can just associate as a marketing cost. I mean, it's still part of the company. I don't think you can really group them all in together, though. Like, I mean, not to I, I like as far as like deciding where the money goes like i mean you can have more support specifically for the esports teams like they do with the icons and stuff like that you can buy support specific teams and stuff if you put it towards the entire the entire production altogether and if teams start or like you know if riot starts doing like more team specific things or like you know uh world specific things um i think you could kind of see a bit more than that other than what they've been doing kind of like ramping it up a bit um, I think we could see better production if they if they do move that way. I know they already do are doing like the skin pool and stuff like that, and you can you basically buying like I think it's like the I think it's championship maybe or I think it's what they were calling it. I can't remember what the skin line is, um, but it was Ash last year. Um, yep, this year was Mars. Is it, it? No, that was Conquer. That's a di- that's a different skin line. That's a different skin line. This one did gets announced when Worlds like starts happening. Oh, or right before Worlds. So I, they still haven't picked a champion yet. They don't. I don't. I don't know who it's gonna be. Probably be like. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be another ADC. They won't do it. They won't do it. They already had like they had like a double ADC year. Like or like back to back. They had like Ash and then they had Varus. So I don't know. I don't know. It's probably gonna be like a mid laner or some shit. Maybe a tank. Maybe Sichuani. I could be. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. That's that's kind of my rant on that. Yeah, no, I guess I, I, I guess I missed a lot of the points I had in the heat of the discussion, so I don't have too much to add on top of that. Yeah, the Dota model, whatever. I think I think there are more ways we can monetize League. I think there are more ways to kind of bring that in. I think they need to figure that out sooner than later because otherwise they, they need to at least yeah. bring down the difference between the bottom line and how much you're spending on that. I don't know what that best way is. I mean, obviously they should, they should ask Dylan because Dylan knows how to structure all Dylan leagues. knows how to fix every League's problem. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, hire Mana yeah, exactly. as a contractor, and he'll he'll make you money within a year or two. Yeah, exactly. But, I, it... I won't guarantee making money. I can make it a sick esport though, <laughs> and that's what matters. Yeah, because League of Legend is a, such a B level uh, esport. No one really cares about. Nobody that cares game. about it, man. That game. game. But um, is there? Sorry, go on. No, I was just gonna say it's over about Overwatch League and Fortnite now. Yeah. I don't play that 14-year-old shit, though. I don't play that. <laughs> okay, Thor, and you think you just start by copying, eventually you'll get uh, internet famous? Maybe. No, I'm just, doing, I'm just doing to see like how much irritation I can get out of Dylan. Oh, so, I, if we just quoted Thorn for five minutes, I think Dylan would never talk to us again. Oh, I, I think, would just, I would disconnect easy. I think that's all I'm going to retweet everything about he five says minutes. And, and, and add, Ellen, start, add Dylan and everything. Just make a Twitter account so that every time Thorn tweets, you just at Dylan. In like a close one, so he has to see every single tweet. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna mute that word. I'm gonna mute Thorn as a word. That is fine. Will never show up. But is there anything you want to group back on or kind of touch back on before we end up the stream today? But anything we touched on, anything we came up on, I'm not able to see chat right now. Is there anything they're saying right now that we want to kind of bring in or anything you guys want to shout out personally? Uh, The other angry Canadian basically just spoke about um, 
how they need to treat the esports aspect as a separate cost and where they all allocate a predetermined amount of funds regardless of income of skins whereas the team skins might be split towards the teams in the event themselves so yeah no they do like I, I, they need something specifically not just the team skins not just the team icons you need it you need like something fueling into that like even if there is a predetermined cost you need to have something else you know what i mean so well, I mean, like this is this is the year to catch it, though. I think this is the year to like, okay, we have a problem, we need to fix it. Yeah, there will be changes next year. After World, yeah. there will be major changes this off season on how the league works, monetization, Absolutely. all that kind of stuff. I mean, they have to. After there's a bit of number drop. I mean, obviously the revenue is not coming in. There's just been problems coming up, so there will be major changes going next season. And I'm curious Absolutely. to see where it is, and we will talk about those whenever those do come up. That is yeah. guaranteed. But. I guess before we do wrap up the show today, I do want to do a little bit of a personal shout out today um, or just kind of uh, call out of something that I just put out an article today, kind of uh, interviewing Dan Cyback over at uh, the gaming stadium. Um, they are doing some really awesome things up in James area um, for Canada. They are starting up the very first uh, Canada arena. I did an interview with Dan, talked to him a little bit about what they're doing, their story so far in the future. You can find that on our personal Twitter, or you can find that on my Twitter at um, Andrew Nimsgren. Um, but that's just my little shout-out. And with that, I want to thank you all very much, especially Chad. You guys are very active today. A lot of vocal Canadians, so that's always great to have. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Project Esports podcast or listening on YouTube or listening on podcasting platforms, watching on YouTube, whatever that is. There you go. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, Dylan, you got, you got some you got some names to yeah, off. so we're really close to okay. affiliate. We're getting close. We need like six more follows. So if no one here has uh, followed us yet on Twitch, if you're watching this live, go ahead and just follow us right now. We'd really, really appreciate that. Um, and then if you just want to like give us a shout out on Twitter or something, we'll go ahead and just give you a shout out at the end of every single episode. So what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks, giving a shout out to these people. So at Zanaxis, at Cassinia, Ilya, at the band Hammer at better underscore esports at Xenos King and at learning bill thank you guys so much for helping us out you know tweeting us out on twitter and supporting us so much um but yeah we're on we're on all the major podcast platforms now itunes stitcher google play spotify any podcasting platform you can really think of we're on it uh, as well as youtube and twitch vods if you watch twitch vods yeah. <laughs> those those everything all the vods and all the audio goes live uh, Tuesday mornings, and we're always live here on Twitch, Mondays at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, the best time zone. <laughs> yep. The great. most populated one. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. Well, you guys will have to just give up that day and accept that Central Standard Time is going to become the new standard for everything that we do. There's four people that live there. It's you and... Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Four? Come on now. Come on now. We'll talk about James. I mean, really, there's no one in where he is. And that's been the Project Esports Podcast. Thanks for listening.